Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing through Matthew, 27th chapter of Matthew. But right now we're checking some cross-references because Jesus is being brought before Pilate. And we've seen in Matthew and Mark basically the same account. I want to read Luke right now. And it's it's very similar, a couple of nuances, but then we're going to get to John. So here's Luke chapter 23, verses 1 through 5. Then the whole body of them got up and brought him before Pilate. And they began to accuse him. So this is the whole body of religious rulers, okay, the ones we've seen before, the chief priests, the elders, the scribes, the whole council. They bring him before Pilate, and they begin to accuse him. And they're saying, we found this man misleading our nation and forbidding to pay taxes to Caesar and saying that he himself is Christ, a king. So notice what they're doing here. They've already determined from their religious trial that Jesus is blasphemous and guilty and worthy of death. Well, they don't have the authority to put him to death. They're actually going to acknowledge this according to John's account. Okay, But now they bring him before the uh, political leaders, and they start off with this. We find this man misleading our nation. Our nation? Okay. Are they talking about our nation, we as the people of Israel, we the Jewish people? Well, no, because of what the rest they said, misleading our nation and forbidding to pay taxes to Caesar. Now, these dudes are acting like they just love this, that this was their favorite thing to do, <laughs> you know, to pay taxes to Caesar, that now we're part of the Roman Empire. This is our nation. And, you know, with some of them, there was a degree of truth to this because they had uh, worked hand in love with the Roman government, these highfalutin religious leaders particularly. And so uh, they, they had a lot to lose by what was going on. And they're about to say at this passage right here of the disruption of the people. About Jesus' teaching was disruptive to people. And they didn't like that. They worked out a deal with these Romans. So now they're saying, hey, this guy's messing everything up. He's misleading our nation. He's forbidding to pay taxes to Caesar, which is a lie. Okay. Jesus never said that. Remember what he did? (laughs) He said, give unto Caesar the things that are Caesar. Give unto God the things that are God. And it so embarrassed the religious rulership. They're still mad about it. And so then they said this, that he is saying that he himself is Christ, a king. Now that's interesting, saying that he's the Messiah and that he's a king. So they're saying from the religious perspective, this guy is saying that he's fulfilling our beliefs, that he is the Messiah, and that he's a king. Well, he's going to be the king of the Jews, because Pilate's going to follow up with that. But they're also inferring that he's a threat, okay, that he's a threat to the Roman Empire because of what he's saying. And so you see that the real misleading is in the way that they state these things, in the way they're trying to guide Pilate's mind. Let me read it again. We found this man. So that means we've already determined. We've held our little adjudication on this thing. We found him to be misleading, and he's misleading our nation. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And he's forbidding to pay taxes to Caesar, an outright lie, 
and saying that he himself is Christ, a king. He had never declared to the religious rulers that he was Christ. He hadn't declared that he was a king. To the people, he spoke of the Son of Man, the Son of Man, what was going to be happening. Now, they knew what that was an inference to. They, they knew that. The religious rulers did, and they understood that. But Jesus did not say that point blank in that way. So verse 3 continues on. So Pilate asked Jesus, saying, Are you the king of the Jews? Pilate just cut to the chase. And Jesus answered him and said, You say. Same thing we saw in Matthew and Mark. It is as you say. You say it, you're saying it. You know, I'm not going to argue with you over that. Then Pilate said to the chief priests and the crowds, I find no guilt in this man. Well, how did he find no guilt in the man? Well, we're going to see in John uh, later on, which I'm looking at the clock right now. It will probably be the next episode <laughs> because there's just so much stuff there in John. Uh, but we're going to see the things that he said that Pilate's going, oh, yeah, there's no guilt in this man. But then even if we didn't have the account of what was said in John, just what we've seen in Matthew, Mark, and Luke right here, Pilate is looking, and he's seeing how these religious rulers are acting and how they're behaving. Now, Pilate was wishy-washy on stuff, no doubt, because he was a politician. He played both ends against the middle. He's trying to figure out what's best for him, what's the best way to keep this position, what's the best way to keep peace in the midst of all this. Okay, there's no doubt about any of that. But he was not a fool, and he was not stupid. And he saw how chief priests, scribes, Pharisees, the council, he saw how they were acting. He saw how panicked they were. That right there, folks, is a major red flag to anybody who's looking for flags. Okay, So he had seen all this stuff. And then he sees the demeanor of Jesus. He sees the non-combative nature of Jesus. We saw Matthew and Mark. Right? He was actually amazed by this. It said the governor was quite amazed that Jesus did not come back with any retort for any of the charges that were brought against him. And as the people that are bringing charges, these fine, esteemed, upstanding Jewish religious leaders right here, they're ranting and raving. They're furious over this. They're throwing anything against the wall, the sea fiddle stick. Pilate senses this. He, he, feels, he sees what's going on with some of this stuff, but he, he's feeling trapped. He doesn't quite know what to do. And so he looks at Jesus and sees him being Jesus, <laughs> being at peace. And he says, you know what? I find no guilt in this man. I feel sure that he was hoping that that would be all there was to it, but there wasn't. Verse 5 of the Luke passage says this, but they kept on insisting. So now they're going to double down on it, guys. They kept on insisting, saying he stirs up the people, teaching all over Judea, starting from Galilee, even as far as this place. So they're saying he's doing it all within our realm right here, the realm that you're over, dude, Judea. But you know what? He started up in Galilee, which is north. He says, it's going from Galilee, even as far as this place. It's going from north to south, what he's been doing. He's been teaching the people. <laughs> and this teaching has, has brought up a tremendous stirring up of the people. And we don't like it. And we think that you ought to be terrified. And we think, Pilate, you ought to be afraid too. But see, Pilate is sitting there amazed. He's sitting there dumbfounded. Uh, in the next episode, we see what Luke says about this. We're going to see he's got a lot more information. Remember, also, Pilate's wife comes along at some point in time here, after this right here, and says, uh, hey, I had a dream about that guy. You know, I had a dream about him. I'm not sure Don't, I understand. I didn't ask you anything, Siri. 
Don't you love it? I said something just then in my iPad when I thought I was asking a question. Uh, you know, these things are always listening to us, right? And so I just sort of seize the moment and speak of the things of God and hoping that whoever may be listening, be they here, be they there, will get saved. So guys, if you're listening, today's the day of salvation. Repent, confess, call upon the name of the Lord, and you'll be saved. So Pilate is sitting here dealing with this. He says, I don't have anything to do with it. They double down. And they say he's stirring up the people. Let me tell you what, folks. Religious rulers will do the same thing today. We see it day in and day out. They're trying to protect their little thing. They've got this deal worked out with the powers that be, whoever they may be, and they're trying to protect that. And the last thing they want, trust me, folks, the last thing they want is for somebody to come in and just simply state the truth of the Word of God because it stirs the people up. I mean, I've experienced that so many ways. I was accused one time that I was I, I was not to speak anymore during the worship service between songs because it came too close to sermonating. Sermonating, yes, yes. And the whole idea was I might share a scripture passage. I might say uh, something about this or that, and it'll be maybe 30 seconds, 60 seconds. 30 seconds of the truth of God is at, well, it's still absolute fear and terror in the heart of darkness. Well, again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. We'll cover John in the next episode. See you then. Goodbye.